This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the daily podcast looking back on this day in the history of rock. I'm Paul Stevenson. Now, today is August the 3rd, and we wish a happy birthday to drummer Martin Atkins. Martin first found fame when he joined John Lydon, or Johnny Rotten, his post-Sex Pistols group PIL, or Public Image Limited. He also worked with uh, Nine Inch Nails and Killing Joke as well. Martin is 63 years old today. And also blowing out the candles on his cake is the lead singer with one of the biggest metal bands of all time. Turning 59 years old is Metallica's James Hetfield. But for today's story, we look back on an album released on this day in 1987. Yes, released 35 years ago today was Def Leppard's iconic album Hysteria. This went to number one in pretty much all the English-speaking countries around the world, the US, the UK, New Zealand, Canada and Australia, and ultimately went on to shift more than 25 million copies worldwide. 12 million of those in America, where the album also spawned seven hit singles and elevated them to top-tier rock status, which is not bad for a group of lads from Sheffield in Yorkshire in England. Now, with me to talk about the impact this album had when it was released and the legacy it left behind is co-presenter of the Ugly American Werewolf in London podcast, Action Jackson. Why I love this record is because it was a huge part of my high school, young adult, teen years. I remember the first time I ever heard it, I was working for, I don't remember who I was working for, mowing lawns or something, but we always had the radio on. It was one of those old boom boxes that took like 19 batteries, 19 D batteries to keep it going. And once Pour Some Sugar On Me came out, I remember it was just, it was one of those songs where it was like, this is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. And I was excited because Pyromania was a big part of my record collection. I didn't have that many, so it was still near and dear to my heart. And I was excited about the next release. And what was this going to be? Was it going to be something that I wanted to listen to? Was it going to be too pop? What, what was going to happen? So I got a copy. I started to listen to it. And then by the time I got to back to high school in the fall, it was all over the place. 
every single genre of kid that you could think of was into it. The metalhead kids loved it because it rocked. And it was uh, the continuation of Pyromania. The MTV people who maybe had never heard anything off the last record loved it because it was in such heavy rotation. And, I mean, let's face it, the, the lads from Sheffield were not too tough to look at. They had a nice kind of edge to them. But also, you know, if they were at the poster in your room, your mom wouldn't be too mad at you. And it just kept going from there. I think in the United States, we love the next thing to be bigger than the last thing, and Hysteria was definitely that. You could buy it with your own money and listen to the whole thing and not be disappointed. I think there were seven singles off of it altogether, so you were familiar with all of those. But also, there were the deeper tracks that you could listen to, like Gods of War was one of my favorites. That that was pretty heavy duty. It had the whole anti-war message and you know what we're doing around the world. And it just, I don't know, it just kind of got into, it got into the public psyche. I yeah. mean, even today, somebody who had, knows nothing about Def Leppard, you could ask them, have you ever heard of them? Nah, I've never heard of them before. You put Pour Some Sugar on me. Oh, yeah, I love that song. They are such a big, just a big part of the culture here. I mean, they're on a stadium tour now that's selling out all over the place. I took my son to see them. He's excited to to listen to their back catalog. And even the, the Diamond Star Halos that they put out now are big. It, to underestimate or to think that Def Leppard is not one of the biggest bands in the United States is a, a misnomer. And they keep putting out music that people want to listen to and I think that's why we love them today. The brilliant Action Jackson there. Now you can check him out further on his podcast, The Ugly American Werewolf in London, which he produces with Mac B, the wolf himself. And that podcast is also part of the Pantheon Podcast family, just like Vintage Rock Pod. Anyway, that's it for August the 3rd then. I'm going to be back tomorrow talking about a track that was at number one on this day back in the 60s with the musician who helped to create it. So, until then, though, take care.